Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. Happy Tax Day, or in Boston, Happy Patriot Day. Now, for most taxpayers, if you filed your federal taxes, the due date is today, April 18th. You might wonder why it's not the 15th. It's not because of Good Friday or Easter. It's because in the District of Columbia, they were closed for Saturday's Emancipation Day. It falls on the 16th, but they take the nearest weekday and push it out to that, which means, you know, Friday, therefore today. Weirdly, not all states have the same tax day. It kind of depends on other factors, like in Massachusetts and Maine, they also have holidays locally today that pushes the date back. And then in Tennessee and Colorado, among others, there are federally declared disasters that can also allow you to have an extension. But for most people, it's today. The IRS says uh, filing on time is done if the envelope is properly addressed, postmarked, and deposited in the mail by the due date. That's tonight at 11.59 p.m. I know my dad used to always love to do this right at the last moment to see if he could prove that the car drop-off line could pick it up at 11.58 or something like that. Of course, he also likes to shop for Christmas gifts on New Year's Eve because it's not fun if you don't fight the crowds, right? There is a pattern here. So what happens if you miss it? Well, don't. Unless you don't owe money or you're getting a refund. If that's the case, it's not really such a big deal if you miss it. You're just going to get your taxes back whenever they pay. There's actually not a filing deadline, weirdly. As long as you do it within like three years, you still get your taxes back. But if you do owe, well, then you're going to have issues. So the solution is file for an extension. And you pretty much get a no questions asked extension for about six months if you do it. But you have to get it in by today. You cannot file late to ask for an extension that you already should have done previously. Now, if you're owing money, you're going to owe extra because of the you know the way the fees work. It's uh, late filing penalty can be around four hundred and thirty-five dollars if you file more than sixty days after the deadline. Uh, that's a penalty. If you get an extension and you still wait, you're going to have to pay things like a five percent penalty per month. Then you're going to have to pay interest. It's just it's a lot of fees. You don't want to do it this way. So the short takeaway is, if you get this in time, file today or file your extension today. In either case, pay your taxes. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, it's the kind of thing you hear about all the time. That iconic actor who portrayed that role you loved in all of those TV shows or all of those movies growing up almost didn't get the part. Turns out that's the case of Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the Enterprise, Patrick Stewart, was exactly the person that Gene Roddenberry, the series creator, didn't want to have cast. And he talked about it on the Parting Shot podcast from Newsweek. There were times when we were filming when he would come down on the set and he they always brought out a huge director's chair for him. So he's a tall man. He would tower over everyone. And he would sit there watching. Usually they were bridge scenes. Mm -hmm. And I would catch him looking at me and the expression on his face was unmistakable. It was, what the hell is this guy doing playing Captain God? It was unmistakable. Apparently, the hostility to this choice ran so deep that Roddenberry actually wrote a letter opposing Patrick Stewart. Somewhere in the vaults of Paramount, 
there is a letter which circulated from Gene to all the other associate producers and senior people on the show, telling them that if he heard my name ever <laughs> mentioned again in a meeting, he would throw them all out. <laughs> I mean, that's how serious it really was. And by the way, he wasn't the only one that didn't think it was right because all of his friends told him that the gig would never work, it would never last, you can't remake an iconic show like the original Star Trek and so he was told, oh, go ahead and agree to a six-year term. It's not going to last. They're going to cancel you mid-season or even after the first episode. And then you can go back to England and do all the Shakespearean acting that you've started to become very famous for. Well, 30 years after all of those decisions were made, he's now acting again, now in the second season of Picard, playing the same character who's gone through evolution over this time, just like he has. Something that he says is a great challenge and a great joy, even while he's thinking back on his own outside of the screen life, writing his memoir. To hear the full conversation about this and many other subjects, check out the recent edition of the Parting Shot podcast with H. Allen Scott from Newsweek, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And finally, in news that I can only describe as gruesome and strange and captivating, a man was at an Escondido, California car wash, not the kind that you get pulled through, but the kind that you have to continually drive through. And apparently somewhere in the middle of the car wash, he decided to stop the car, get out, and sadly, as you might have expected, he was killed. Not right away. Once he got stuck, an alarm started going off. Another customer noticed it, called for help. The alarm was going off for 30 minutes. Police finally arrived on the scene, gave him CPR after freeing him from the machinery, but he later passed away from his injuries at the nearby medical center. Weirdly, it's not being considered an industrial accident because he was still in control of the car, theoretically driving it, so it's classified as a traffic accident. This is the third time in as many years that we have reports of people dying in automatic car washes. In July of 19, an employee at Chicago's Express Car Wash was killed after accidentally becoming entangled in the washing machinery and being crushed. And in December of 2020, another similar incident in Garland, Texas, a 39-year-old car wash employee got his legs caught. He was later freed by the police, applied a tourniquet, and given CPR, but still passed away from his injuries. So I guess the lesson here is if you're going to an automatic car wash, stay in the car, or do what I do and use a bucket and a rag at home. Well, that's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And consider subscribing to the digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. And hit that five-star rating before you go. I appreciate it. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.